Hi everyone, welcome back to Indu Talks. My name is Tamara Dimashki and I'm your host for this year. Um, welcome back to school, even though a month is practically over, but that's okay. Um, today, the episode is going to be about consulting and I am joined by my lovely brother, who is going to introduce himself now. Hi everyone, my name is Jad Dimashki, Tamara's older brother. I also studied industrial engineering at Concordia, so, you know, nothing new here. Um, and yeah, we're going to be talking today about consulting. And if I can specify, it's going to be more about tech consulting rather than uh, management consulting. Perfect, perfect. See, um, I feel like industrial engineering students, industrial engineering, sorry, I'm tired. Industrial engineering students hear the word consulting all the time, but have no idea what it means. I mean, you know what it is, but you don't actually know what it is. And I say industrial engineering students, I'm obviously included in that. So I don't think I don't think it's just industrial engineering students. I, I think, think it's, it's any student. We feel a lot better, actually. So can you tell me what it is you do at your job? I know that like does every day look the same? Is it you know what's what's your day to day like? If that's an a you know a question that makes sense to ask. So sadly, everyone asks this question, and no one really has a good answer for it because okay. we don't really have a very specific um job description. So mm -hmm. what we do changes kind of every day. Essentially consultants are brought in as the experts even though half the time we're not necessarily the experts right because you get people coming straight out of university who join the programs and you know they don't really know much compared to like the people who've been there 20 years or people who actually own the business and run the business on a day-to-day -day, right mm -hmm. essentially we're brought in as the experts and our job is to essentially bring value to our customers and we do that uh, in different ways. But in our case, or at least in my case, um, given that I'm an SAP consultant working for IBM, I help companies improve by implementing SAP and tailoring it to their business needs so that it makes their life easier. Okay. Um, so yeah. sorry, just to, I just want to mm -hmm. just ask you one question. Just in case there are people listening who don't know what SAP is, can you just explain it real quick so that they're aware? Sure. If uh, For those of you studying industrial engineering, you will probably learn about it later on in your studies, I think in your third or fourth year. Mm -hmm. SAP is basically an enterprise resource planning tool or system, if you will. In uh, English, no. Yeah. Yeah. So. What, that, what that means is... <laughs> It's a system that you're going to implement that's going to allow you to sort of manage all of your resources. And when we say resources, we mean uh, something like your, you know, your your people, your employees working at the company. It's going to be your material, what you're buying, what you're selling. Um, it's even going to be like uh, your financials. So accounting is a big part of, of what's being run in SAP. Um okay going to be your production even your production so what you're making where you're making it uh, how you're making it and all that that's a very good point I, I had an internship last year I'm telling you this as if you don't know any of this <laughs> we're, we're, we're informing the public about it just to get the conversation going exactly and um it's you know it's a it's a 
it's a production company. I mean, it's Coca-Cola. I just, I don't know why I got weird about it. Um, and basically, <laughs> uh, we used SAP a lot for exactly, you know, like if certain items weren't working, if we needed to place orders, so, and communication between the departments, it was actually super useful. Yep. And it, not, not necessarily everyone. I, I know that a lot of people kind of don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I yeah. yeah My experience, the same thing. Yeah, no, it's and it's normal. A big part of it is probably because first of all, a lot of people don't know how to use it, and it is kind of intimidating when you first jump into it because it doesn't. It's it's based on a fairly old system to begin with, so it doesn't necessarily look as modern as what you'd have on computer. Yeah, I completely agree. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. I felt like I was in two thousand nine or something. Yeah, exactly. But the the cool thing about systems like SAP and you have other systems like Oracle and all that is that they kind of give you give you the kind of like the the building blocks to be able to improve your company because so we're in tech consulting and I speak mainly from from a tech consulting perspective. Yeah. If you have a system like that, it's the first step in kind of like learning how to manage your data. And then as most engineers will know nowadays, data is kind of like key for decision making for experiments. Or you know, planning ahead in the future. So if you're quality able... control, exactly that too. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> too. But we're kind of really focusing on SAP, and I don't really want to do that today. Is about more consulting. So yeah, yeah. We don't have to talk about just that. But thank you for the brief explanation because I think it's important. Imagine there's someone who just doesn't know what SAP is, and we're just, you know, it's an important part of what you do. Um, moving on. So you said that your day to day. You don't really have a regular day-to-day. It's kind of always different. Is that something that you enjoy specifically? Absolutely. I think that's the reason I got into consulting is mainly because there's nothing routine about it. It's always changing. It's always different. Mm -hmm. So you asked earlier about like what my day-to-day looks like. And, you know, I told you there really isn't anything anything that's the same, right? So one day I could be leading a workshop for clients. Another day I could be working on like a massive Excel file, trying to manage the data, trying to sort it all and prepare it for uh, for uploading it to the file. Another day I can be working uh, with some some employees, just trying to figure out what we're going to need, how we're going to manage everything, uh, how we're going to manage some of their requirements. So, and then other days you have like really boring tasks where you're just working on a presentation, right? Yeah, but yeah, I get that. Considering that it's always different, it keeps you on your toes, it puts you in very uncomfortable situations sometimes but you know that's the that's best a good thing because it helps you grow. grow exactly exactly yeah. that's part of the reason why i wanted to go into consulting you just really reminded me right now of um what's their name the youtubers what's their names what are their names yes theory yes theory i got you when you said <laughs> it's uncomfortable i was like oh he's he's gonna go there but you didn't <laughs> you should have no because i'm trying to keep things professional we don't want it's to not shame. supposed to be it's it's a podcast we don't want to shame our family tomorrow okay people, <laughs> random people strangers are going to be listening on in on this conversation oh my God. we we both know that this conversation can be a lot worse than it currently is so I'm honestly trying- that's true like we're trying to to stay professional because my brother and i in in one room it's never it's never been this coherent ever so it's this is very hard for us i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's exactly why we chose to record this via a zoom meeting and not while being in the same room 
a hundred percent i wouldn't have been able to if if some of our friends choose to listen to this episode they're not going to recognize us right now you have friends jad that's so rude my listeners are supposed to think that i'm this person who has friends and has her life together okay <laughs> don't ruin oh, the image well then. <laughs> sorry for ruining that let's let's edit this part out okay 100 percent, 100 percent. um anyways back to the topic at hand consulting <laughs> so um why did you go into that because wait when you graduated, what was your first job? Was it also in consulting? And guys, um, this time I'm, I really am asking because I had no clue what he was doing. Yeah, so it was in consulting, but it was very different. I wanted initially to go into management consulting. Okay. Uh, why management versus tech? No reason. I just only knew about management consulting. And mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people went into. And, you know, I would see like the big companies like, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, and I was like, okay, you know what? This seems like a good next step. Let's try. It. Let's yeah. try for those. So, what's uh, the difference between management and tech? Yeah. Um. So, management. The main difference is that tech will focus on technology and digital strategy and things like mm-hmm. that. So, anything that's like innovation through technology, uh, which is why you have like two big companies that really mainly focus on that, which are Accenture and IBM uh the rest is management consulting so that's more it's more business oriented it's more strategy oriented like business strategy oriented um they will still look for innovative solutions through technology it's just not necessarily the main focus or the the experts that is not to say that management consulting firms don't have tech experts like you have every single one of them you can't you can't become a big consulting company without that anymore nowadays um, that makes sense with the with you know this where we are today with the advances we've made it makes yeah. sense yeah pretty much. so um sorry what was your initial question what was my first uh, job first <clears throat> yeah but what like i basically what i was trying to get at was has consulting been something you've always wanted to go into or did it just like how how did that process not process how did that decision come to be yeah, I wanted, well, not always, but I think mm-hmm. midway through uh, university, like through engineering, <clears throat> I learned about consulting from a friend of mine who was uh, interning in the same company as me and who was about to graduate and work for PwC. Okay. And he started telling me about consulting and it kind of checked all of the boxes of what I was looking for in a job mm-hmm. to begin with. So, you know, I guess... Um, Grad when I graduated from university, my goal was to go into consulting. Yes. Okay, and you're happy with your decision. It's something you know you're enjoying, and yeah, exactly. Okay, well that's good. The rest of us are still trying to find out what we want to do, but um, good I mean, for you. well, that was that was part of the reason why I wanted to go into consulting to find out what I wanted to do. Yeah, Just you're always doing something different, and you're working with different clients and industries. Yeah. Bigger. That could be a good way to explore a lot. And I mean, you didn't say this during the podcast, but I I know during our conversations, you know, the rare times we have serious conversations, you've you've mentioned projects. So like you you're always on you're always on different projects. That's so you would be dealing with would it be different companies, different problems, or not necessarily problems, but you know, I don't know what the right word for is. 
Yeah, no, no, you got it. You got it right. Different companies, different industries, uh, different projects as well. Like uh, in my case, it's always more or less the same. It's always an SAP implementation. Okay. But if you go into management consulting, like chances are you might be working with different projects that don't necessarily always result in the same solution being implemented, right? Okay. And that's kind of the beauty of consulting. And even in tech consulting, like we have some practices at IBM where essentially, you know, you're, you might be developing an app for a client another day, you might develop, be developing a program. So not really doing the same thing every time. Have you ever developed an app? No, of course not. <laughs> Definitely not. I know that um, I barely passed my C++ class. That's so relatable. <laughs> um, I wanted to say, you. I swear, every time you mention SAP, it just brings me back to my internship. And I remember, like, I had to figure out how to do certain things on SAP and then write, like, SQLs for you know, people at the company. SQLs are basically instructions, um, but like step by step. Sorry. SQL like search queries, search queries, like looking up looking up information. No, it's um, I don't remember what the, it's it's a like I I don't know what exactly it stands for, but I remember them using that a lot. It's a programming language. Or a structured query language. It's also um. To kind of access and manipulate databases. Okay, that's not what I meant. Maybe it was a different word. We're going to just move past that because that's quite embarrassing. For yeah, me. We'll edit this part out as well. <laughs> anyway, no, I had to, I swear it's something. I'm going to look it up now. SQL abbreviation. <laughs> what is it? Okay, so. Maybe it's, a, it's, a, maybe it's something in French. So for, for those of you listening, you can just like skip maybe two minutes ahead. Of that's this so rude. But yeah, okay. I can't, I don't, that's so rude. Okay, whatever. Um, what was I, what was I saying? Yeah, so every time you say SAP, it just brings me back to my internship and having to write these instructions and not knowing how to use it. And I remember just sometimes just staring at my screen and being like, de not depressed, but like being so dead inside and having my coworker be like are you okay and I was like no because I don't know what's happening I don't know how to do this but then when you figure it out it's a that satisfaction is like no other like the, the joy I felt you find you find your reason for living I swear I swear and then you show people and then it's like okay now the next step and you're like no no we haven't enjoyed mm -hmm. this moment long mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. Let's bask. Let's bask in the glory for a bit longer, and then yeah, yeah. back to figuring out the next step, which will, you know, and be another. It's it's a it's a cycle. It's, it's a, a cycle. cycle of going through moments where you have no clue what's happening, and you need to update people, but you have no update because you have no idea what you're doing. Absolutely. But eventually, you figure. I remember asking you how to do something. You didn't even know. No. No. Yeah. This is. This is exactly what they meant by the circle of life in Lion King, by the way. Just whatever <laughs> you were wondering. You know? It, it, wasn't, it wasn't about the food chain or anything like that. It was really just about what you just mentioned. The, the struggle of trying to figure something out in SAP. And then, you know, figuring it out, getting that satisfaction, enjoying it. And only to fall back into another pit. Trying to figure the next step out. That was very deep. I... Honestly, Listen. you should start your own podcast and just words of wisdom. 
you know what? I was going to propose you can bring me back as often as you need, but <laughs> I'll, just just, I'll, I'll just start my own podcast here, right? I could make more money off of that. Oh my God. We make no money with this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so you're making no money. So if you even make a dollar, you're definitely making more money than, than I could, a, you know. Just, just ask a random stranger to give me a dollar for listening to my podcast and that's it. There we go. The, the only the only thing I can offer you is um, exposure. Great. I'll take it. Amazing. By the way, we've spent probably like 15 minutes talking now and I, I don't I think we've probably spoken about consulting for half of this. Yeah, we should probably get back. But that's how that's that's, that's the thing with um with podcasts. That's how it goes. You come in for one topic okay. and then it branches out to like so many other conversation topics you know but, what I'll, uh, I'll take it like that's the point you know we, we i don't want this to be um you don't want this to be serious and just like super professional exactly i want the people listening to actually enjoy themselves yeah i mean if 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 you know some people are into more serious you know conversations which is fine but that's just not really my style personally so and but maybe the next person who's gonna be in charge of this will be different which is totally fine again there are no you are you are the creative director of this podcast and so all creative decisions that and... sounds so fancy i'm gonna take it no one's ever called me that i'm taking it thank you i got you i'm gonna ask now my team members to call me creative director of the podcast not vp innovations but it sounds so, so much cooler or or you could be called vp creative director and then you just you... Get... Honestly, you killed it. You just, I'm, I'm just telling you, like, there's a reason I got into consulting, okay? The Not because of my brain. The creation, the creative, just, everything is just it's there. Just the creativity when it comes to solving problems and, you know, get coming up with ideas. We're so proud of you. We're all so proud of you. I worked really hard. <laughs> Okay, so now my next question. Mm -hmm. So we've basically covered why you went into consulting, right? And what it is and that you like it. Mm -hmm. um, what type of person do you think should get into consulting? Because obviously, you know, there are so many jobs out there and, you know, so many types, so many different types of people who would be fit for different things. So what kind of, but also, you know, I feel like jobs also allow you to grow yeah. and change as a person. So what, who would you recommend to go into that, into such a job? That's, a, that's actually a really good question. Um, I got thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, I think first. I'm so touched. Of the day, you've had some really good questions, but this is the first great one, you know. <laughs> uh, honestly, there aren't, there isn't really a specific type of people. When I think, when I say type, I mean like, uh, if you think about like introverted versus extroverted or yeah like uh someone that's a bit shyer or someone that's a bit more outgoing things yeah. like that it doesn't really matter what kind of person you are i think uh, the most important thing um for you if you want to join consulting is really a question about your it's your mindset um mm -hmm. are you the type of person that is willing to to you know jump at opportunities that are going to make you feel uncomfortable are you ready to um are you do you have like a growth mindset so essentially do you understand that you're constantly a work in progress and that you're going to keep on 
changing and improving over time. And all that's required of you is really just to put yourself out there and try new things. Um, are you a problem solver? And do you like, uh, do you like working in teams and working with people? I yeah. think big qualities. Um, that's what makes a, a person fit for consulting. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But otherwise, the rest doesn't really matter. Like you'll have a lot of people worry about getting into consulting because they don't have the degree they think they need for that. Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, being an engineer in a tech consulting world, like a lot of people don't have that degree, right? And they still want to enter the field. Yeah. So like, oh, how do I do that? Well, cool thing is that it doesn't really matter, at least not for IBM. And I'm pretty right. sure for most tech consulting companies or other even management consulting companies, it doesn't really matter. It's more really your mindsets. Are you, how do you think, how do you solve problems? That's really what they're going to be looking for. Obviously, there are some situations where it's going to matter. Like, for example, if you're applying for a consulting position in a practice that heavily revolves around, well, you know, coding and developing yeah. apps. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's obviously you, you do need a certain skill set that not exactly. everyone has. Yeah. But I loved, honestly, I loved your answer because essentially what, what I'm hearing from this is that anyone can be a consultant if you just go in with the right I mean attitude or you yeah. know yeah absolutely obviously if you're if you're applying for like big companies it's going to be more selective that's like, that's for sure that, that, that that's yeah gonna be enough. like you're going to need good grades you're going to need like a good CV and you know extracurricular activities things like that mm -hmm. but if you if you're the if the question is what kind of person is fit for consulting then yeah that would be my answer yeah and i and i think correct me if i'm wrong i mean i haven't been you know working like like you i'm i'm a student so i've just done internships but um after a few years of you working i mean if you have good enough you know if you have good you know what am i what are my words hello today is not working i want to say if um just if you've been working for long enough, you know, that speaks for itself. Also, it's easier to, to get in as it would be if you just graduated or something. Of course, yeah, we're not we're not necessarily if you're if you're joining a consulting company as an experienced hire, we're not really looking at your grades anymore. Some mm -hmm. companies might, but really it's, yeah. more, you know, again, what kind of person have you done? What have you accomplished at your other jobs? Um, how do people... How do people like working with you, your recommendations, stuff like that, right? So. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I have a question for you, but it doesn't really have much to do with consulting, but more so, what do you think of companies that ask for your grades? Like, what's your... Like... No, wait, wait. You, you said at the start of this recording, you said we are not allowed to give our political opinions. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to answer that question. That's like borders on political opinion. <laughs> I'm kidding. What was, what was the question again? My, what... question, my question was, what do you think of companies that um, ask you for your grades? I think if you're a student coming out of university, it's absolutely fair for a company to do mm -hmm. that. That's, um, while academic grades do not um, paint the whole picture, yeah. it shows some of the qualities that you might have, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, you've got perfect grades, then whether you like it or not, your brain works differently than most people, right? 100%, right? yeah. Well, 4.3, right? Mm -hmm. um, and regardless, sometimes you might not be academically gifted, but 
you're a hard worker, you put in the effort, and that's also reflected in your grades, right? Like, yeah. if you start off university with, like, terrible grades, and then all of a sudden, by the end of it, you're getting, like, A's and A-pluses all around, mm -hmm. that shows progress to companies for those of them that are going to look into at all. Trend, yeah. So I think I think it's, it's fair for companies. And at the end of the day, like, you don't have any work experience, right? Well, yeah, so they have nothing else to base themselves off. Uh, that makes, I, I understand. That makes sense. <laughs> but at the end of the day, grades don't really mean much. You have a bunch of people that will do poorly at, at school. but Amazingly will... at school. But, you know, there are so many famous and very successful people out there who, you know, didn't have good grades and ended up thriving yeah. later, you know, so it's... I think I think the most important at the end of the day is to find whatever you're passionate about or whatever your calling is, especially when, yeah. it, when it comes to work, because then at that point it really doesn't matter. You're just going for it, right? Mm -hmm. You're focused differently, or you prioritize things differently, and 100%. you don't you don't worry as much about messing up or failing. So it just helps you a lot. Yeah, and do you have any advice for people who are still? looking for what they're passionate about or what's you know um don't rush any... it okay it's, wow it's i was gonna say any words of wisdom and then you just started and i just sorry i interrupted the flow i saw no, you always do that anyways i'm explaining <laughs> you to the people okay? people need to know what kind of sister i'm dealing with oh my god <laughs> No, uh, honestly, just don't rush it. These things don't, uh, you can't make them happen. They just kind of happen. It's mm -hmm. part of life, right? And just keep trying different things. Like yeah. you can't, you can get an idea of what you might like or not. And sometimes people are lucky. They'll find something randomly and they'll be like, this, this, this is, is what I want. One. This is the right? one for me. Yeah. Honestly, but, kudos to those people. Insane. Absolutely. So I'm happy jealous. for you. I, I'm slightly jealous, but I'm so absolutely. happy for you. I'm. It's pure envy on my side, but... <laughs> but you know, Listen, I'm the host. I have to stay, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, no, just just keep... Uh, don't don't rush it. Don't get frustrated if it takes time. And if you... Even by 50, you don't have anything you're passionate about. That's completely fine. Uh, but just keep trying. If, if, that, if this is something you're looking for, just keep trying different things, whether mm -hmm. it's at work or outside of work honestly you're such a reassuring person because you're so chill about it you know it's like it's not a big deal it's like it's gonna take the time it's gonna take it's so fine i internalized all the stress and drama <laughs> <laughs> I, I i learned to process it at 25 hey at least you learned some people die and they haven't learned I'm anything it's the growth mindset. Oh my god, I hated that. You should, guys. You should have seen his, his face when he said that. Like, you're so lucky. You couldn't. You can't see that. If ever you're interested, I will take. Uh, I will take appointments for five minutes Zoom calls just for me to show the face. Oh my god, he's kidding. By the way, Not I'm gonna put your email in the description. Please don't. <laughs> you know don't. what? I do have one thing I need to say. Mom is going to get so excited about this podcast episode, and so is Dad. We can't tell them about it. If we tell them about it, it's 10 years down the line when they're, like, angry at us for a big mistake we've made. And we're like, wait, wait, wait. We can make up for this. <laughs> 10 years ago, we did No, this. then they're going to get even madder because we didn't show them 10 years ago. You need to yeah, you're right. use your brain, bro. Okay. 
you're right guys i'm sorry i had to mention this because our parents are gonna freak out like actually freak out when we i'm gonna send them the link when i post it they're gonna be I'm they're gonna, gonna send it i'm not gonna say anything i'm gonna send it on the family group they're gonna be so Mom's gonna be like oh my god guys this is so cute you guys are so talented and then dad's gonna be like you guys are so smart look at the things you're saying i'm so proud of you i Mom, guarantee it mom's gonna listen to this and she's gonna be like you guys you should do your own podcast a hundred percent a hundred percent whenever we have an idea okay guys go business together go do that insane of the game it's so funny it's too cute well, see, we, we could we could start a podcast we don't need we don't need listeners sorry <laughs> no one listens to us anyway in life <laughs> What's shame? It doesn't exist. Oh no, not for us. Not for us. Oh, there's, only, I, there's, what? Only four, there's only four minutes left. I didn't know this was timed. It's oh. actually not. I just don't have the upgraded version of Zoom. Um, okay, gotcha. So um yeah, we have four minutes to like wrap it up. Cool. Which I feel like now it's a little awkward because you mentioned it and yeah. I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah. So now it's weird. Good job. Good job, Jad. We can we can always do this. We can we can sit awkwardly in silence for like a good thirty seconds and then you know that's super weird for the person who's just listening because they don't see us. Yeah, but that makes everyone feel weird. No, but the the fact that we're talking about it makes it less weird and less awkward. So now they know. Like once we say go, they'll know there's there's gonna be a thirty second awkward silence. And when I, I say it, for them, it's not necessarily going to be awkward. It's just going to be silence. But for us, it's going to be awkward because we're staring at each other. Honestly, we can just say, okay, cool. Um, this was, you can just do your closing statement. I guess it has something like, this was Indu Talks. Ciao, bye. Something like that. I don't you know. You clearly never listened to the podcast. Of course not. You're the one hosting it. You're so rude. <laughs> You're actually so rude. I can't wait to hear the feedback for this episode. Oh, God. So uh, we do the 30 seconds awkward silence? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. We can do it for 10 that's, seconds. No, that's okay. 10 seconds. Okay. Do, do we say like go or does it just like start? Um, Let's say go. Okay. To go. I think you should put like cricket sounds. And the thing edit. is, I, I want. I was looking at the Zoom because you know the timer. Did yeah. you guys know that it goes down in like two second inter like increments and oh. not in one second? So that messed me up, which is why I got really weird. <laughs> well, because we, I really we messed me up. Sounds. Sorry, what? We got our awkward sounds, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming and um, for talking to me talking to all of us, not just me, about um, <laughs> consulting. <laughs> just thank been... you for talking to me, just in general, he never talks to me outside of this. <laughs> just ignore you constantly. Literally. Parrots you and walks away. <laughs> Christmas is fun at our house, guys. Um, so thank you for talking to us about consulting and what it is, what it means, and you know all that fun stuff. Um, I hope that the people who are listening enjoy it and I hope that it was useful and I hope that you know you also enjoyed our little brother sister jokes and yep. um, 
please, you know, enjoy, keep listening, and um, much more to come this semester. So, thank you. <laughs> My brother is laughing now. Okay, thank you so much. Goodbye. Have a nice week.